Hello now. Hello, Alicia. How are you this morning? Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday to you as well. Good that we're heading into the weekend and an exciting weekend with the Matildas in action. Uh, how are you, are you seeing this clash against Uzbekistan, first of all? Yeah, I mean, first things first, it's obviously an Olympic qualifier, so really, really important match for both teams. Um, the first leg, the girls and Matildas, they're over in Uzbekistan, and from, from all accounts, from what I can see, it looks pretty snowy and, and very, very cold. So should be a, an interesting match, but particularly for the girls that have travelled from Australia in the peak of our summer, a little bit of adjusting there for them. But if, if we're looking at both teams do I expect the Matildas to be quite dominant and quite comfortable in achieving a win? Absolutely. Um, off the back of the performances over the last 12 months uh, as well, I think we can be quite confident in saying that they should be the favourites, um, even though they're away from home against Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan, though, are, are no slouches. They're there. They're, they've reached this stage of, of the qualifying campaign. I think they went down to Japan only 2-0 and they've got a Japanese coach in Midori Honda so I think they'll be a very organised and structured uh, outfit defensively I think they'll just be looking to mitigate uh, the Matildas attack. As you mentioned the first leg is away do you think it's really important to, to set up the the series by I guess getting a, a good result away so then it makes things easier when you do have the home ground advantage? Definitely and I think if we look at, at the aggregate system when we play a home and away leg Having those away goals obviously um, counts for a little bit more if things do get tight. So I think that'll be a goal of Tony's and, and the coaching team to be playing quite an attacking style of football. If the girls can come away with a 2 or 3 nil win, that's going to make their job a lot easier uh, when they come down to Melbourne and play at home uh, a little more comfortably as well. So I think... Um, They'll be looking for that win. I'm predicting a 3-0 result away. Um, as I said, we'll set them up quite nicely. How are you feeling about the strength of the squad? No Sam Kerr, obviously, but still some fantastic players on the park. Yeah, definitely. And I think we saw that during the World Cup. Um, to say that, that the girls won't miss Sammy, I think, is, is a bit remiss. But definitely during the World Cup, when they had to play without Sam Kerr, almost by surprise, that calf injury... Um, they adjusted really, really well, and I thought they looked really sound all around the park. So I think we can, again, draw confidence off of those performances without Sam Kerr, knowing that the girls can still do the job. Um, and I think as well we've got a fantastic leader uh, in Stephanie Catley as well. I don't think she gets the credit sometimes that she deserves uh, in the leadership space. I think she's a brilliant leader and a brilliant captain, and she will be on the weekend. Caitlin Torpy, uh, a part of that squad, she's uncapped at the moment. A, a good opportunity for her to be around the squad? Definitely. Um, I've had a bit of time with Caitlin over here in Brisbane. Uh, she's an Olympic FC junior and something I know the club is very proud of, seeing her um, in this squad and, and a part of it. Even if she doesn't get minutes, I think it's a really, really important um, learning curve for a player like her to be in these environments and in these qualifying campaigns. You just learn so much. You absorb a lot from the, the more senior players as well. And I think after her signing um, in the US for club football, it'll give her a lot of confidence knowing that she's on the radar of the coaching team. And of course, um, we're expecting a few retirees in the next, I'd say, six to 12 months, particularly through that defensive line. So there's opportunities for players like Caitlin Torpy and I think it's a great chance for her to put her best foot forward. How important is it for the Matildas to make sure they do make the Olympics, I guess, in terms of the growth of the game in Australia? 
Yeah, it's, it's a discussion sometimes around football where um, the Olympics can almost be a little bit minimalised because of how big the World Cups are. I, I beg to differ. I think for any athlete, um, the Olympic Games is really, really important. I think it's something that if you've got that that OLY beside your name, it's something that's really special and you have that for the rest of your life. Um, for the Matildas, I think it's a tournament always, the Olympic Games, that's been really special. Um, as a youngster for me, seeing the Matildas of the year 2000 here in Sydney uh, was, was really game-changing and I feel similar things with this team as well, with the influence that they have on young players, um, particularly here in Australia. So for me, the Olympic campaign is really important. If we can get a podium finish, that will just throw that momentum again behind the team and and really set up I think uh, the growth of women's football here in Australia and do you think with how they're tracking obviously we saw how well they did at the World Cup do you think that their best football they, they are definitely capable of that top three finish look I, I believe they are. The Olympic Games is is a different ball game, pardon the pun, altogether though. It's a different uh, pooling system. It's, I guess teams play a little bit differently. The squad is a little bit reduced as well for coaches. So it is a little bit different, uh, the Olympic Games. I, I do feel that this team um, will expect nothing less than a podium finish. I think part of their goal as an outfit, uh, number one, was to be in that... Uh, World Cup final last year that they narrowly missed uh, after losing to England but second to that would be a medal um, for this generation of players and as I said there's some upcoming retirees and what better way to to send them off with an Olympic medal. How are you feeling about the work of Tony Gustafson obviously he's done a fantastic job do we see him leading the team after the Olympics or do you think just in terms of just a fresh face it might might be time that they they do make a change? Yeah I think um if I'm being absolutely honest, I think we saw in the last few months that Tony's name sort of had been around the US women's national team coaching job, uh, also the Swedish women's national team, or sorry, men's national team as well. Um, so there's obviously some movement in the coaching um, fraternity with Football Australia and obviously with Tony Gustafsson himself, whether or not it's his time to move on, I think is probably, um, we're not far off that. Number one, coaches always look for the next challenge but number two I think how much more can Tony achieve uh, with this current team the team is changing um, I don't think he's spent enough time here in Australia around development of of the uh, I guess the upcoming players for the women's national team and so there'll be a bit of a gap for him if he does stay and that will be the challenge for him um, hence why I think he'll move on but is it time for a fresh face? Absolutely. We're going to see fresh faces in the team over the next 12 to 24 months. So a fresh coaching face uh, with a new outlook, I think, would hurt as well. Looking forward to it. A big opportunity for the Matildas this weekend against Uzbekistan. Alicia, thank you for joining me this morning. Great to chat and we'll chat again soon. Fabulous. Have a good weekend.